on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Dual universes and new worlds. Oh my. Scoop out some time on your Sunday for some classic fun. Time to stop gambling, Max. <laughs> it must be Tuesday. Time for patching. And we have Denkinia here, who is here to talk to us about AIE and ESO. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Episode 351 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Octa-esque gaming community. The die has been podcast. I am Makala. To my left and downstairs is Ted Semi. Oh, hi. I have spreadsheets. You have spreadsheets. And to our right and two states over is MewCow. Greetings, guildies. I need some spreadsheets. <laughs> and Yes, sleep. yes, you do. <laughs> that oh yes and this week we are joined by our lovely special guest dan kinia who's here to talk to us about aie and eso welcome everyone hey hi <laughs> hi all right so let's go ahead and chat on what we've been up to in and out of game we're gonna start with our glorious guest dan kinia what have you been up to um, let's see. A lot of gaming. Um, ESO, of course. World of Warcraft, of course. Uh, played around with Wasteland 3 a little bit this week. Still not 100% sold on that. Okay. Of course, Fallout 76, Animal Crossing, and lately I've been messing around with VR and Beat Saber a lot. It's kind yes. of fun, and I get to, you know, get out some frustrations by pretending I'm a Jedi. It's kind of delightful. So, um, Kenny, Ted, and I are actually um, all in competition, which reminds me, I'm going to stand up for a minute here um, <laughs> so I can get my stand goal in. So, we're all in competition for with our um, Apple Watches. We try to make sure that we all close our rings every day. Just kidding. I'm not actually going to stand up. Um, and <laughs> usually towards the end of the day, because Kenny's a low, uh, you know, a later person, um, you'll see all, you'll see her rings close up when she does her beat sabers. That's pretty fun. Yep. And I have awesome. been failing behind badly, mainly due to work. So, hey, life it happens. Yep. On days that I don't get up and hike, it's like, hey, are you alive? Hey, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Hey, are hey. you moving? Are you moving? Why <laughs> can we at least get to your stand goal? Because you missed the other two. Anyways, um, um, oh, yes. It's not so much a competition as it is friendly encouragement. Exactly. It is. It is. Yep. And honestly, we're nerds, and our natural state is inertia. So, yes, we do need it. <laughs> yep. And Cadaveri says, Mew using that standing desk to close that ring. Yes. Yep. And, and I need to get in on that, because my rings are definitely lacking, so I yeah. need a little bit more. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's add you. Yeah, we'll do that offline. But, yeah, we yeah. do definitely encourage each other. And Kinney's great. Like, the second someone gets all their stuff, she'll... Send an, send an IM out or text out saying, hey, great. So yeah. I, I do kind of need that encouragement because some days I'm really just a rat in a cage and I need that. <laughs> um, especially See, because I love these. Gamification of exercise uh -huh. and everything else. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Yep. Plus, I love cheese, so, so I need exercise. So I'm you. Not, besides not closing your rings, what have you been up to in and out of game? <laughs> Also not sleeping, so oh, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. But other than that, um, so yeah, uh, al almost similar to Dankinia, so um, a bit of uh, Fallout 76, although I can finally take a break. I finished the season. Oh, nice. I got all the goodies. So I can sit for like a week and a half, I think <laughs> it is, until the next one comes. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what changes they make from all that. And also to encourage people that, you know, if, if you haven't done it yet, there's still, I mean, it's, you know, you're not going to be able to do the whole board if you start right now, but um, they are doing bonus points right now. So if you want to get a little extra and you can always buy your way through it, if you're more of a whale player, you can just buy through the whole thing and get everything. But 
there is good news in, in that um, the really major goodies they're going to put in the game to buy with gold, oh, like okay. the like gold bars right. that you you can get another thing. So you won't miss out. They're going to figure out a way for you to get it. So, you know, you don't even have to pay real money for that. You just gather some gold and, and you know, go to town. Nice. Um, other than that, um, Final Fantasy 14, um, just kind of running around in there. Lots of crafting. Um, there's just so much crafting that you can do in that. There's so many um, beast tribes that have crafting now. There's all these custom delivery deliveries all over the place. Like, it's 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 so engaging as a crafter, which is just a weird thing after coming from WoW, where that doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's just it's you know it's it's actually fun. There's really good story tied to this crafting. Like yeah. uh, the I was uh, digging in the uh, the Namazu um, last night actually, and got to the next point in that story, mm-hmm. and like. It's it's amazing the the little extra bits of story they're giving you for that they're in the they're in the 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 what is it the steps yeah. with all the the aura right and they're they're actually teaching you even more about that area because yeah. of their involvement in it and they're like because they're like oh we're curious why don't you come with us we're going to learn more stuff about this area and you're just like you're learning all these neat little tidbits about the area so mm-hmm. puts a nice little bow on on everything and the the mount that you eventually get with them is just outrageously crazy it's it's one of those um those shrine vehicles that people carry right all festively um but in this one of course it's a bunch of the, the namazu are little tiny catfish people and the guy oh, no. you actually help them you actually help them build this mount and they, um, they one of the they make it out of a floating material because they're you know they're not big enough to carry this big heavy thing right so then you you start doing the quests with this this mount before you have to kind of earn it yeah and it starts to fly and these little catfish guys are just flailing around and <laughs> floating all over the place and it's just the funniest looking thing and the, all of why your character is kind of sitting on the side and just kind of going yeah and it's just <laughs> it's just adorable. the craziest thing yeah and you just go from spot to spot and you're supposed to you know bring festival cheer and it's just a you know weird thing uh, but then the latest one, the the one that just came in the latest patch, is with the dwarfs, mm-hmm. and you're helping them build a tank. <laughs> oh my yes, goodness! Yes, you are. You're building a tank in Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! Yeah, and it flies. Yes, not something oh, wow. you really want to fly on purpose, but yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you know. Especially a tank built by these dwarves that just like the cannon in it is just has some major kick and it's just yeah. yeah. So that's going to be fun to, to to finally earn. And you know, it, there's also the little um, the, one of the custom deliveries. You get a dragon man under that. It's, it's this new little dragonette that you meet. I mean, it's there's just all kinds of crazy stuff. And, and this is just this is all crafting. Like this this yeah. is oh, wow. This is all crafting related. Like it's just you know amazing how much how they can get you engaged in this, and it's it's content that's different from just going from dungeon to dungeon and, and beat things over the head. Like you know, crafting is completely you know, different way yeah. of playing the game, and it's fully viable. Um, yeah, that's that's probably been my two big fa- focuses. Uh, wow is pretty much on maintenance right now. Yeah. Uh, we do the the <laughs> weekly uh, mythic Jane amount run um, just to get people those extra mounts. So, you know, Thursdays at around, what is that, uh, 11 my time, so 10, 9, 9, yeah, 9 yeah. o'clock Pacific time. We, we, if we have, like, you know, two or three spots, we're usually pulling people in because it's just a, a quick cheese strat. You go through, don't interrupt. Nope. Don't interrupt. Take it off your bar. But you can usually join us and, and get a chance at a mount, and it's been pretty a fun time. Cool. All right. Well, Ted, what have you been up to in and out of game? Oh, so much. Um, I finally got the last uh, Corrupted Essence that I wanted for my set because next week, Tuesday, I think is the final. It's supposed to max out at 125 uh, Corruption Resistance if they don't keep it going. Um, And so you kind of have a... um, Words are hard. Wow. Budget. Budget of what you can spend and buy on these 
essences. And I basically said, you know what? It's the end of the expansion. We're not raiding anymore. I went complete Twilight Devastation <laughs> on everything except for my sword. The sword has the searing flames where you mm-hmm. basically it builds up to a stack of 30 and then it does 5% of your total health in damage to everything in Twilight front of you. It's yeah. basically another Twilight Devastation, just it looks different. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it, it's fun now doing world quests where you show up and you hit the mob and then the Twilight Devastation kicks in and it's dead. You're just like, yeah. okay. So, uh, doing that, I've gotten... I started to get cloaks on my alts just to get the cloak and then thought better of it. I've got it on (laughs) two. I think I have it on my priest and I think I have it on my priest and my warlock. And then I gave up because it's just so much busy work that you really don't need and then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, but I I could get access to the tier three essences for all my alts. Oh wait, that's twenty five hundred um things. If I'm doing dailies, that's only two hundred and fifty a day. So I can earn one every ten days per alt. No. This is the end of the oh, oh. screw all this. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So um what I have been doing a lot that got me uh, has had most of my time is uh Shoujo beat and I are both in beta. And so we've been uh, kind of palling around exploring different alts and, and uh, different parts of the, of the beta testing it and providing feedback and stuff. And uh, you know, the ever famous, Hey, is this clickable for you? Yeah. Click. Boom! She goes flying across the map, screaming you know, at me like, "What did you make me do?" So don't worry, I'm right behind you. It's just a it's a teleport from one zone of the maw to another, but it just flings you in the air. Uh, and I said, technically, I just asked if it was clickable for you. She's like, "I didn't say click it." No, well, no. And she, her response was, "You know me, I have to touch everything." I'm like, okay, "I was gonna say, have you met JoJo? Yeah. She's going to click it." Exactly. So. That was fun. Uh, she did her first tour guest run yesterday and really enjoyed that. Um, once she knew it was only six floors, because she's like, when does this thing end? I'm like, floor six. And she's like, oh, okay, okay, I'm on floor four. So um, <laughs> I will say this. If nothing else, I will probably spend the majority of my time that I'm not doing covenant build-up activities in Torghast because at least right now, the way they have it tuned, Torghast makes you feel like you're at the end of the expansion, completely powered up, and can do almost anything based on the on the RNG, the buffs you get and things like that. Because when you come out of B of A, B of A into Shadowlands, you know, you hit that, oh God, I feel weak again. You know, I feel like paper and all that. But you go into Torghast and you get that, oh, I'm all completely powered up. Let's have fun and, and go do stuff. So um, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I do like a lot of the systems they have in there. But as I said earlier, I need spreadsheets because there's there's essentially four different systems you have to interact with for your covenant. So you almost need a checklist or a spreadsheet just to remind you to do your daily and weekly activities until somebody builds an add-on that takes care of that yeah. tracking it yeah. for you. Um, yeah. But yeah, because it's you get a weekly set of three quests that you know, you can you can do over the week, and then those are done. You get your daily quest to do something like go do four world quests in another zone, or go kill, you know, go kill this uh, uh, high level mob in this other zone. 
And then you have your follower missions that you're sending out on the table. And you have your um, covenant cho- talent choices and stuff that affect your personal power. And they all like share a currency but interact. So it's like you have to go out, do world quests. While you're doing those world quests, you're going to get anima. Anima goes into the reservoir and also works towards your weekly completion of one quest. And then you can use that anima to either send things on the on your mission, build up um, your covenant base, or reroute the anima flow to a specific area inside your covenant, and then that unlocks something special. And if you do it enough times that animal flow becomes permanent. So it's a lot. It's it's a lot, a lot. So um, the best thing is, you know, D- Disturbed actually said, is it worth it? Is it required? Honestly, the only thing that's required of the covenant is the talent trees. Um, and I forget what they're called, but that's, but everything else kind of feeds so into that. Like, you have to build your Covenant Renown up to unlock those trees. Well, to build your Renown up in your Covenant, you have to do everything else. So, is it optional? Yeah, if you just want to rely on your gear from raiding and dungeons and things like that. But, um, no, it all kind of flows in in together, so... Um, and then you have to run Torghast to get Soul Ash because that's what you use to craft your legendaries. So, yeah, it, it all kind of ties into each other, but the flow of it right now in beta just isn't well defined in the game. So you need something outside the game to track it. Um, but I will say this: the other thing you need is a good group of friends or a guild, AIE, because we're going to need a lot of crafters because every profession has a base item for making the legendaries or a piece that contributes to making the legendary in addition to what you gather in Torghast. So it's a lot of systems. There's going to be a lot of guides online and stuff like that, but we'll see. Awesome. Yeah. So. And that's why you have a guild. Yep. But that's that's where I've been doing a lot of uh, bug reporting and testing um, the secondary stat cap right now. Does not feel good. Like you oh, put no. on a piece of haste gear, and I'm at I went from a base twenty five percent haste, which goes up to thirty five with talents. No, forty with talents when they all proc. And I have like 10% haste and you throw on oh, another gosh. piece of gear and that haste number doesn't move. And you're like, Oh, Oh yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but that's because it's the beginning of the expansion yeah, exactly. and they have to build in scaling for the gear you're going to be getting at the last rate of the expansion. But just right now it feels rough. Underpowered. Um, yeah. And yeah, especially you, for warriors. yeah. <laughs> so Mew, are you, Paladin tanking, or are you Guardian tanking this expansion? I'm probably leaning more towards Paladin tanking, honestly. Yeah. Just, just, yes, just because they have a, a, a kit that can handle that beginning progression. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, we were, we were looking at icy veins. <laughs> There's a bunch of people that are making disparaging comments because they came out with, well, here's your tier tank list, here's your tier healer list, and here's your tier DPS list. And like Guardian and Protection um, Warriors are in the C-list tier, and Shoujo saw the healer one and freaked out. She's like, Holy List, C, Holy Priest, C-tier. Like, <laughs> they're Gosh. based on balance right now. There's still a yep. lot of tuning they have to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, it's just like C list. Come on, so yeah, that's... that happens. Seems like every expansion with warriors, at the very least, oh, like yeah. they start out real rough, and then you yeah. finally get enough haste, and you feel like you can do something. Exactly, and that's what I'm worried about. Is it's going to take a couple, you know, sets of patches and tuning yeah. passes to feel normal. So, yeah, but we'll see. 
regardless. It seems like it's going to be fun. Um, I am going to be interested to see how long the tail on these systems are um, and how engaging they're going to be. Because there's a lot of foundation, but there's also a lot of holes where they can plug stuff in in later patches. And what they decide okay, to plug sense. in is yeah. going to make it interesting. So, yep. Yeah. Right. I think there's well, one more person that needs to go over what they've oh, been doing. Yes. So Ted happened to mention that Furt's not rating right now, but what he didn't mention is something we're doing with a few of the Furt members on Sunday nights. Yep. Is um our good friend of our our good friend Roe actually started uh while well, well, they're on the rating wall a uh D D campaign and we're doing uh Adventure from the Yawning Portal. Uh, which is great because they're usually like little short adventures. Um, so depending on what's going on with rating later on down the line, it's easy to pick up depending on the night. Um, Tet's playing. Okay, so anybody that knows Tet and I knows how very weird this is. Tet's playing a rogue. I know. A dwarven rogue. What? A dwarven rogue. Yes. Yeah. A so he's playing rogue. a type because he's playing a, a dwarf. But he's not playing the type because he's playing a rogue. Yep. Um, and anybody that knew me from age gaming <laughs> age um sixteen to forty-five mm-hmm. will be amazed the fact that I am playing a cleric and I'm finally Another not cleric. right. This is my fourth <laughs> cleric in five E. I love yep. clerics in five E, <laughs> but this is the first time I'm actually playing a classic Healy cleric. Not a warrior cleric. Not a warrior cleric, not a brainy cleric, not a lady cleric, an actual healing cleric. Um, And I'm also, oh, so the mother of the group. Yeah. <laughs> um, Literally, she's in her 40s. Like, I thought it'd be really fun to play a character who started to adventure later in life. You know, it's, you know, she had a life. She's, you know, been married, kids, has a grandchild, the whole bit. And now she's adventuring. So, good to, yeah, so really loving that. Um, and we're playing with, you know, Rose running the game. Um, we actually get to play um, with Ben and Never um, and um, Mulgra, which, you know, it's great. Um, cause like Ben's run a few game, like run a game for us, but like, we have never played with Ben as a player. Right. Um, so we're so excited about that. Um, so that's like our big thing. Um, standard stuff. We, um, had one hell of a battle yesterday in D and D, um, two rounds took forever, but we finally crowd controlled and got rid of the undead. By the way, at level nine, you can just disintegrate some undead and it's amazing. Um, but we're dealing with like this big plot piece. Um, our Thursday night game. Uh, we're almost off the road. We've been literally, this is like our fifth or sixth session. And we've been on the road the entire time trying to get to where we're going. Uh, but we're now to the, okay, we're, we're almost done here. Um, in our Call of Cthulhu game, we got through an adventure in just two, uh, two sessions, which is pretty new for us. Usually it takes us longer. Um, we're all still alive. Even though we've seen some weird stuff, my character like has like an obscene amount of sanity. Like they've seen so much stuff that she should be, they should, we should all be insane, but we just keep just dealing with dealing with it. Um, and now we're actually at the evil world war two. It is now September or it is December of two of, um, 1938 in Europe. So we're now kind of dealing with, we're seeing what we're going to be coming, which is working all that. Yeah. Right. And we actually, we've had some cross sections with, with Nazis. So I have a feeling what we're going to be dealing with is we're now, we've now actually are going to be working with like British secret service. So I have a feeling we're going to be the British equivalent of these stories. You would hear about the Nazis um, hunting down artifacts I have a feeling we're going to be the ally equivalent of it. So that's what nice. I've been doing with, with, with dice and stuff. Um, so we're going to dig into ESO in just a few minutes, uh, but let's cover this week's news. 
A.I.E. News. All right. So, mandatory fun night. Here is your schedule. Sunday, WoW Classic is at 2 p.m. Eastern. That is the Sunday fun day. Um, also, Sunday, STO in a one Earth minute. Yep. Um, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, we have our STO uh, mandatory fun night. On Monday, Guild Wars 2, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Tuesday, SOTOR, um, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. max time. Uh, Tuesday, um, Final Fantasy fourteen casual rating is a half hour after that, 9.30 Eastern. Wednesday, Final Fantasy Fun Night, 9 o'clock Eastern. Uh, Thursday, Final Fantasy Progression rating, 9.30 Eastern. Friday, ESO, 9 p.m. Eastern, and that's the day that Kay does not always close her rings for a very valid reason. Yep. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy 14, late night fun night, 11 p.m. Eastern. Saturday, Lotro, 8.30 Eastern. Um, Saturday, New Braid in WoW, 11 p.m. Eastern. And Saturday, Final Fantasy 14 map night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And we need to switch those times where they're listed on there because that bugs my... Need for mm-hmm. things to be in order. Uh, sorry, I'll fix it. I'll, 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 y- y- you talk about Guild Podcast News. I I'm going to fix that in the template. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. In Guild Podcast News, speaking of STO, the Fleet Action Report, Episode Seven: Ship Equipment. Nicodus and Grebog cover the various ship equipment and types. They even cover their builds and some of the reasoning behind the way they build things. And in Fleet Action Report 8, Ground Equipment and Builds, Nicodus and Grebog discuss ground equipment and builds. And that's mainly for your away teams. So, And in the aforementioned SOTOR Escape Podcast 351, Shea Vizsla, the Shea Companion returns as a subscriber reward. We'll talk about the companion and the character history. And in That's going to be a while. Yeah. <laughs> In Working Class Nerds, episode 81, Classified, Mark and Nick, Marcus and Nick sit down and just catch up. They talk streaming about the games they're playing now and the ones they're looking forward to, including Call of Duty Black Ops, Cold War. Alrighty. In the section we call Imperium Ludi, a dual universe open beta has launched. Although the beta is a bit rocky as expected from an indie studio pushing it out earlier than is probably ready for. It's still a compelling experience, however. Uh, there's a group of AIE in there building bases, industry, and ships. Uh, AIE has a guild organization established with territory and facilities open to all guild members on the main planet of Ailioth. Ailioth? Um, <clears throat> if you have any questions, um, be sure to check with um, Cadaveri and Max down in Dual-Universe channel in Discord. And then over in New World, um, the preview week just wrapped up. Uh, New World is looking extremely polished from a game engine perspective. A group of guild members has been in the preview beta for the past week, exploring lands and experiencing some of the latest views of the game before they shut down for an extended dev cycle targeting spring of 2021. Uh, Bach may still have some of the many hours of streaming of the game available on his Twitch channel clips for a limited time. Um, AIE will certainly be watching the game closely as the development continues. All right. Uh, there's a little bit more. A little yeah. more there, yes. Like, yeah. going. I was going to say, Max says in the chat room he's hooked pretty good on it, and he is, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, the it, it's just a note here about New World. Um, the New World stuff was without NDA, um, and it was open to anyone that had a pre-order of the game. Um, <clears throat> there's still another six months for release. The spring of 2021 mentioned. Um, Amazon decided to push back the release to focus on the pure PvP game and um, mostly PvE-centric game. Endgame still does not exist, and there's no dungeons, and PvE progression ends two-thirds of the way. But uh, that's why they need another six months, and that's that's probably a good sign, honestly. They're like, you know what? We need more. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see... Uh, they need to help fill all this, um, all those needs. Uh, the engine, crafting, housing, combat, and mass tests have already been completed in testing. Uh, preview is a lot smoother than many releases. 
full releases. Sweet. Yeah, and the bonus, it's a buy once, um, play for every game without monthly fees and no microtransactions uh, transactions at the moment. But they got to yeah. find some way to pay for things, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll pay. And yeah, Max so says he's really excited for the Lumber Lumberyard game engine since Amazon Studios owns it. He mm-hmm. wants to see more games built in Lumberyard. Yeah. Oh, you know they will. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's AWS does that. They they build a thing for themselves, then they start farming it out to everyone else, aka the cloud, yeah. AWS. So. Awesome. All right. In No Man's News, Division Two title update eleven soon is now available on the public test server. Season two marches on. There's a great uh, weekly report on Ubisoft's website. The link is in the show notes. Uh, Destiny two, the aim. The game enters its final week on the Solstice of Heroes. Grab your exclusive armor sets before the game ends. Um, Also, speaking of um, Division 2, I'm sorry, Destiny 2, um, there is um, some great information on the Bungie website, on the weekly updates. uh, That's going to let you know what to expect with that final week of Heroes. There's also a link for the new trailer, some subclass trailer for um, Stasis on the website as well. Um, that's also you can find that trailer on YouTube. Stasis looks really interesting. It's it's an ice tank. It looks like really, oh, yeah. Interesting. So they, that's what they mean by stasis. It's like they're putting you're putting things in stasis essentially. Like you're just coming in and slamming everything, just freezes over. And it, yeah, it looked really cool. It looked very interesting. Uh, that's an so interesting it's like take a on it. May from Overwatch tank combined with a protection warrior tank. Okay. Yeah, if, if May walked up and punched you in the face. Right. Yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> in WoW news, we are likely about two to three weeks away from the pre-patch event based on the schedule for the animated shorts and the expansion launching on October 26th slash the 27th. We're guessing probably September 29th because that would be the Tuesday after after lives. Um, they still need to give at least two weeks notice to the end of PVP season and all that. So figure, you know, if you haven't heard it this Tuesday, go out two weeks. I think it was designed to be a three to four week event. So probably September 29th is a good bet. Um, This will be the patch that changes all your talent trees, brings back old spells and abilities that were gone, nerf buffs, etc. So it is a very good time to get all your add-ons sorted, your character hotbars sorted, figure out which classes you want to play in the expansion. Um, Yeah, there's like just transferring your character to the public trance realm and seeing all the changes and all the stuff, just set some time aside. Even if you don't want to participate in the pre-patch event, although there is collectible armor sets and stuff in there, so you probably do want to do it, it's a good time to go in there, see what they took away, what they've added, why they added it. Because <laughs> there's some additional stuff like, here, have this back, and you're like, Thanks. I'll um, I'll put that on that hot bar over here. I don't use, but uh, right, at right. least the for warriors. Bar. Yeah, um, yeah. I hear rogues wondering why they've been given shiv, shiv. back. Oh or yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It's like, yay. Okay, I can do that. But, but I but I can do this. But, exactly. but I guess I can do this now. <laughs> yeah. Um, there will be a lot of discussion in guild chat. Please make sure you're running the Greenwall add-on. We'll make sure it's updated for the, the Nino stuff. Uh, and in the WoW AI Discord channel, because like with any expansion, there's always change. It just seems like this time there's a lot more change. Like they're moving the talent trees around. So where you may have had like obvious choice, one obvious choice, two obvious choice, three. Now all three of those obvious choices are on one talent line and you have to figure out which of those three you want and then pick other ones. So um, just get ready for a lot of change. Yeah. Oh, and leading up to um, 
leading up to Shadowlands, New Braid is going to continue to be running right up until Shadowlands drops, is what the decision has been. And then, so, you know, get in there, raid, see Nihilotha. It'll be fun. Well, if you don't like change, we can talk about WoW Classic. Excellent. And in particular, Vanilla Sunday Fun Days. Uh, scoop out. Scoop out a little time from your schedule, level up with us in WoW Classic. Whether you're just starting out and sprinkling through the starter quest, uh, get it, sprinkling. Uh-huh, um, yep. Adding the cherry on top of a max level 60, uh, more ice cream. Um, everyone is invited to join us for an old-fashioned social hour in-game and Discord. Uh, Greenwall is now active in WoW Classic. Our goal was to make communication easier with our friends in United Orgamar and another small guild called For the Birds during raid nights and various other activities throughout the week. Make sure you download the Greenwall add-on so that you see all of the combined conversation. Otherwise, you'll see about a third of what's going on, um, what's being said, and you don't want to miss out on all that. Uh, friendly reminder that main guild chat is still consider- is considered uh, family-friendly, so please be respectful to everyone. Uh, raid nights with the United Orgamar team continues to be awesome. They have cleared Molten Core, finished a full clear of AQ20, and the schedule for Molten Core has moved to Saturday so that they can have more time to be devoted to Blackwing later on Sundays. If you're interested in raiding, uh, let them know, and they'll give you uh, a guiding hand in the right direction. If you're interested in creating a character in with AIE Guild and WoW Classic, uh, we play Horde on the Paggle PvE realm. Once you make a character, jump into the LFO channel on Discord and request a guild invite. Hope to see you in game soon. All right, and then Sotor news. Gambling is finished up for the year and we'll probably be back next summer. The slots were generous to many by awarding Rodian companions, which lots of folks missed getting last year. In spite of Herculean gambling efforts, uh, there may have been one or two guildies that don't get a Rodian. Or maybe just one. <laughs> All right, and Swoop Racing has come back for uh, a week at the end of the month, which means another chance at rep and rewards. The cos- cos- cosmetic uh, tactiles are particularly fun to get. These are items that your character equips that change something, usually a combat effect, but ones that make you do a jump off your speeder with flair are fun, too. Later this fall, we'll see a brand new event called the Face of Prosperity. We don't know much about it yet, and more info is to come. Probably your best bet to find out what's going on there, of course, is going to be um, in Discord, chat for SOTOR, or listen to that Escape podcast. Uh, B. Kavanaugh has has had the brilliant idea to add achievements to the lineup of activities during um, MFN. SOTOR has lots of achievements that could be accomplished in a raid group out, out in the world. It was a great time the first time they tried it, and they can't wait for it to come up again. Um, chat room being very distracting, um, <laughs> mainly because Max is being picked on. Uh, Mega last month was a Datacron run, which includes an instance instance one that they, we had not attempted before. People who had done it before helped Gillies through the process, and some folks came away with new Datacrons. Marcus is almost done getting all of his datacrons. Mega next month will be on the 25th, and more details will be following. Uh, Maylung is running um, MM Flash Nights on Friday nights, roughly every two weeks, so look for that um, about two weeks out. And of course, Discord or Guild Chat is your place to keep a track of what's going on there. Steam rewards are being issued right now, so log in to get log in the, to get a pipework Pipe works flare and subscribe sometime between August 28, 2020 and October 5, 2020 to get the iconic Shay Vizsla as your companion. She's a popular companion and people have been asking for her to come back and she is available again. There we go. All right. And in Final Fantasy 14 news, we are still in patch 5.3 with lots of great changes and additions to the games. For those newcomers, the A Realm Reborn revamp has been reported to chop hours off the doldrums of the main story quest line. 
better pacing, XP, and overall a modern questing experience. Also, the demo of the game has been expanded through Heaven's Ward, the first expansion, so you can jump in and play the game with a few limits, up to level 60. Although as a demo player, you won't be able to join the free company, with one of those, which is one of those limits, you can still join groups and get help from AIE just by joining the Final Fantasy XIV channel in the AIE Discord. We're happy to help you out on your Final Fantasy XIV journey. The next update, patch 5.31, is scheduled for, shockingly, Tuesday, September 8th. Crafters will be interested in this patch since it will bring forth the next phase of the Ishgardian restoration. Join the realm's other crafters in the rebuilding of Ishgard after the Dragonsong War. Note that this is officially Heaven's Ward content, so if you do complete the main story quest through Heaven's Ward, you can participate, including people on the free demo. Yes, free players get on the demo, get content updates too. And looking forward, we have patch 5.35 on the horizon. This one will expand on the resistance weapon, upgrading our resistance weapon similar to the relics in previous expansions that we received in the previous patch. Also, the housing plots will be expanded, so there may be some opportunity to purchase a home of your own this time. In FC events, fun nights are still fun, and fun can be had even outside the fun nights. Groups are happening for all levels at nearly all hours of the day. Plus, the FFXIV channel is moving all throughout the day for news, discussion, question, answers, and amusing bits. Guides, tips, and other resources can be found in the Guides and Tips channel if you're looking to discuss the twists and turns of the story. We also have a spoilers channel. For those wanting to talk about the overall MS Cube, please use that channel and don't spoil it for new folks. And as always, we look forward to you joining us in Final Fantasy fourteen. Easy for me to say. Yep. So hard. And over another fantasy world, but maybe not so much fantasy, more techie, Star Trek Online. The RISA event has wrapped up with some interesting rewards now that all the event currency has been collected. The Red Alert event is, is live now and goes on until September 10th. The reward is the Ultimate Tech Upgrade. A bonus XP weekend is live and goes until September 10th. More than the weekend, seems like. I was say, yeah, yeah it was a long, it's a long weekend and then some. Very, yeah. very long weekend. Bonus uh, weekend. Yep. A new ship is coming in as, re- as a reward for the sales promotion. Uh, the ship is from the Picard series and is the Inquiry Battlecruiser. Ooh. Uh, that's a cool yeah, ship. Interesting. Yeah, that should be fun. Uh, the promotion starts September 8th and goes until September 29th. Uh, this will be another R&D pack promotion to get the ships. Within this promotion, there will be a sale on R&D packs starting September 8th and going until the 14th. And they will be 20% off. Also, there will be a brand new event called To Hell With Honor. That we will need to be 14 days to... You will need to do 14 days to get the final reward of three TFO, uh, which is the fleet officer stuff, reward boxes, and the standard 25,000 lithium. Uh, the event is set to start September 8th. Lots of stuff starting September 8th, it seems. <laughs> um, and go until September 29th. Also, the reward for completing the event each time has a chance to give you new micro-miniaturized Ilachi walkers, which are vanity pets. Micro-miniaturized, huh? That sounds super tiny. Fleet Night is on Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, so that was 17 minutes ago. Right now. Um, Yep. uh, Lately, we have been running episodes that have been taken out of the seasons, and they're currently working on the Breen Story Cold War. Um, and in Eve news, not much. Um, Eve is quiet, but Echoes now has a presence, and people should uh, talk to Dejara to get connected there. And Friday, September 11th in Guild Wars 2, Mei Lung will be hosting a World Boss March. It will start at 8 Central, 9 Eastern. And in Lord of the Rings Online, uh, last night for SNL, we'll, went back to Monster Play to run in conjunction with the Landroval PVMP for Extra Life event. It was a great turnout for Lord of the Rings Online, which did cause some lag, but was a lot of fun. Uh, coming in about a month is the Chicken Play Race. Uh, there will be special prizes given out. 
Uh, we'll be using some upcoming SNLs to get characters to the point where you'll be able to join in the race. Very low-level tunes will be able to compete in the event and have a chance to win. Stay tuned to the Rollings on Ryan channel in Discord for more details. Um, all right, and with that uh, data crown worth of news, let's get back <laughs> to Dan Kenny and find out what's going on in ESO. So many things. Um, so recently, Update 27 came out and brought with it performance improvements, which are always a good thing, although loading times are still a little bit iffy. But one of the most exciting things about the improvements that they did is called character pathing. Um, and then it also had, of course, the Stone Thorn, Stone Thorn DLC. Um, character pathing allows you to set up nodes within your house area, and you can draw a path that your pets or mounts or assistants can follow around the property, so it actually feels like your house is alive. So oh, instead wow. of your instead of your merchant just standing there doing nothing by the doorway, your merchant can walk around the house, and you know, cat can be following them, and your horses can move around the stable. Um, so it's a nice little touch, and it definitely makes the housing feel a bit more lifelike and interactive. Until you need to find your bank, and you're like, where'd you go? Hey. <laughs> Get back hey. over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Stonethorn DLC that came out at the same time as Update 27 added the two new dungeons, Stone Garden and Castle Thrawn that carry on the story from Greymoor and leads into the next set of the DLC and the final part of the year-long Dark Heart of Skyrim adventure that we're currently doing. Stone Garden involves basically putting a stop to a mad alchemist. Um, he's done some experiments. There's some evil things. It's got an interesting mechanic at the end. Um, that's I definitely enjoy that dungeon. And Castle Th uh, Thorn... Thorn... Thrawn... I spelled it two different ways in the notes. Wow. <laughs> um, it takes you into a vampire oh, lair where you get to be a vampire lord. <laughs> Names are hard. Um, for M yeah. yeah definitely. Um, so for MFN two weeks ago when this launched, um, we grew up, grouped up and ran both of these two dungeons. Since I'm a hoarder in of all the things in the games, of I totally the enjoyed the castle. Because it had a lot of crates and wardrobes and backpacks to loot. And there were some neat decor items uh, with a nice gothic vibe to it that I hope they make available for player-owned houses in the future. Those white lilies all over the place were just super pretty. And Stone Garden felt like it had a lot less loot, but the fights were a bit more challenging in places. And the final boss fight was just a bunch of chaotic fun once we figured out what we were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Not going to give any spoilers on what that fight actually entails, though. Right now, the Imperial City celebration is actually going on, and it will run until Tuesday, September 15th at 10 a.m. Eastern. And just like all of the in-game events, there are loot boxes and event tickets that you can earn, and the event tickets can be used to get more of the Endric feathers and the berries to morph your Endric into the new color schemes. This is primarily a PvP-focused event, but the event tickets can also be earned by running the two Imperial City four-person dungeons, White Bolt Tower and the Imperial City Prison. For MFN last week, several of us tackled Imperial City Prison for the tickets. And those that either liked PvP or were too low level for these dungeons, because they are DLC dungeons, so you need to be at least either 45 or 50, um, took a quick adventure into the city where you know other factions might try to kill them where they tried to slay a boss while avoiding players in those other factions. And thank you to Sky for leading that PvP group so that they could get their tickets. Sky is one of those people that actually likes PvP um, and has done a lot of it. So if you have any questions on that, you might want to point them his way. And this coming Friday, we'll probably repeat it, where some of us do the dungeons and the rest do the sneaky PvP stuff. Um, just because events like this are always more fun in a guild group. So if you're looking to have something to run with you throughout the week, just let us know in guild chat or discord and we can get people to help you um, get those tickets. Awesome. Yeah. And I do recommend that if you, even if you don't PVP do a little bit of it because that PVE talent tree has some really useful stuff in it. That really helps Brad, out in the recruiting. 
Uh, Rapid Maneuvers is a great mm -hmm. app yes. just for movement speed, and that is one that you can only get from the PvP tree. It's not that hard to get. Um, I think mm -hmm. I have it unlocked on one of my characters. So, I mean, PvP, when it comes to that part, is is valuable, but a lot of us are just not into it, I guess. I know, just get that button alone, and it's like you're going to plat. Like, you are going so <laughs> fast. You zoom through everything, and it's it's like it was so worth a little bit of effort to get just that one little talent. Well, and if you get that talent, and then you get a ring that you can farm up from Antiquities, which also increases your speed, yeah, then you're, like, beyond plaid. It's, <laughs> it's epically yep. and, uh, yeah, and then I was going to say, a, max, a maxed-out horse plus all the, those two things, and, like, no one can touch you. You just, yeah. Who needs flight? Who needs fast travel? You just, you're there already. So there are some advantages to it. And there are people in the guild that enjoy PVP that would help you out if you are interested in getting started on that or just getting that uh, rapid maneuver piece. Sky does it, I believe. Um, Smoke does it. There's a couple people that do the PVP stuff that would help you out. Um, and I wanted to ask you, because we, unfortunately, since we have you, to kind of switch gears slightly, we forgot to um, update the show notes about Noob. So what's going on in Noob? So New Braid, up until the last few weeks, have been running two groups, um, which is awesome. And this week we only ran one um, due to Labor Day. We just didn't oh. have quite as many people involved. Last week we only ran one as well. Um, people are finally starting to like get more interested in the beta and less interested in, <laughs> in New Braid. Funny how that works. No, actually, I'm sorry. I take that back. Last week, Noob did have two groups because there's video on someone else's stream of G falling off a, a, oh, a ledge. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was the week before that we were single group. <laughs> yeah. But um, this week, we were a little bit brave, and we went in and fought the Fury of Nihilotha, and then we actually saw Nihilotha, um, nice. which did involve us having to slaughter a guildie because he didn't have a cloak. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah wow. Tough love. No, no. I we mean, with you, if you don't have a cloak, as soon as the encounter starts, you're immediately mind controlled, and that's it. You, you just you're hostile, so you're dead. Yeah, I mean, we we timed it out so that he was able to get in on the kill with Fury. We let him who didn't have the cloak pull him, so that. He got a hit in, and then we killed him before we went on the boss. That yeah. way he was able to still get loot. Good. Um, <laughs> so we will help you out if you don't have a cloak, but you're going to be floor tanking the, the encounter, which is fine. Too. Yeah. So and, they turn into Kenny. And yeah, honestly, <laughs> as much as I complain about having to go through the cloak quest for alts, it's not that bad if you just go through it and you know complete everything and get the cloak on whatever character you want to you take. It I'd probably set like an hour aside if you're yeah. up through um, Najatar. Good Lord, I can't remember. If you've at least yeah. opened up Najatar and gotten the NPCs around the fire and opened up the teleport uh, portal back to Orgamar, Magni will show up and say, hey, come to the heart chamber, and then you can just pick up the cloak quest from there you don't have to do anything else in uh advancing the Najatar quest line you can just go right to the heart chamber and start the the quest for the cloak um it will as part of it um you'll have to do both sets of invasions so make sure you know if you've done if if you've done anything in Najatar and you have some mana pearls or are doing world quests, just make sure you have some decent gear because those world yeah. quests solo at low gear levels can be a bit rough. Mm -hmm. But getting that close at worst is just just for the I item level bump. That's all you really want it for at this point. <laughs> Unless you're doing the rating. Yes. But yeah, that, that item level bump is is pretty significant and then suddenly things will be a little easier on you. Thanks, well, it was, disturbed. That's yeah. That's exactly yeah. The, the meme we needed right now. Guess I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it was it was fun to see those fights because we had not been there yet. Um, you know, we we tend to skip around a little bit with some of the bosses yeah. depending on who's available and do we have enough DPS, especially when we're splitting splitting into two raids. Yeah, it can be harder to progress beyond what we're normally doing. So, but that was a lot of fun. Um, as I mentioned earlier, New Braid is going to continue to run. The plan is we will run right up until Shadowlands drops. And at which point we will, of course, stop New Braid because everyone's going to want to check out the new content. Right. So, are you going to possibly do New Braid on unnamed uh, lore character that you get to kill in Eastern Plaguelands? Because it does require a significant number of people to take that NPC down. Yeah. Which is kind of a callback to how things used to be way back when. Yeah. Honestly, uh, this is the first I've heard of that thing, but I, I wouldn't necessarily have a problem with doing that. Yeah. Coming, Um, coming in the pre-patch, there will be a quote unquote closure to part of the Sylvana storyline and there is somebody that you need to go take care of in Eastern plague lands. I won't spoil it, but um, let's just say, yeah, you need a raid. Like we went and tried to do a pug of it and people like run in and were dead and like, okay, mm-hmm. let the tanks handle it. Heal the tanks. Uh, heal the tank. Uh, heal the. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I think yeah, we ended I, up I with like. I think we ended up with like six void walkers. Finally, just tanking it, <laughs> and then the uh, an actual tank would come in to allow the warlocks to get their void walker back up, and then yeah, it it's it's a mess. Um, and I remember. It, I think it's it's a it's a basically like a replay of that fight was way back when. Oh yeah, and it was. Yeah, and it had some really crazy mechanics too. So there are there there's like tons of AOE, tons of get out of this, uh, yep. tons of interrupt this, or you become mind controlled or stunned, and then yeah, but yeah, Kenny, I would probably you know maybe not a noob night, uh, a new braid night, or you know just kick it off, but knowing new braid, it'll probably take you know, a few minutes to get organized and stuff. So you might want to do like half a night where you go do that. So that's actually a good idea. I will put that in my notes as something we can do during the pre-patch. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what Shadowlands brings. Um, as usual, new braid is going to take that break when Shadowlands comes out yep. so that people can level up and enjoy the story. And there's no rush with Shadowlands coming out so close to the holidays. New Braid is probably going to be off until the second weekend of January at that point. Yeah. Um, is what the thought process is. And the only reason I'm mentioning it now is because if I mention it early enough, hopefully um, <laughs> it's remembered. It. Yeah. Right, right. And people can plan for it. So, yeah. And also when we ask uh, for notes, make, you know, when we're prepping just for the show, just remind us to include that in there too. Yeah. Um, so we'll Absolutely. make sure that we have that in our schedule. Yeah. Sneak peek Sorry. two weeks from yeah. now, we'll have Cy on talking about WoW and the pre-patch event. So we'll just keep mentioning yeah. it. Yep, exactly. So. All right. So any more um, ESO news you want to share with us before we let you go? Not really at the moment. Um, they haven't given us any new ETAs on when the next DLC or anything comes out. We know it'll be fourth quarter and it'll wrap up the current storyline that they're telling. Um, and of course, there'll be... St- a Halloween event, but or Halloween time frame event, but no specifics on that yet either. It's just sort of bet that they always do. When we get those dates, I'll definitely include them in the notes for you. Awesome. All right. So that is it for our show this evening. While the chat room starts suggesting titles, we want to thank Kenny so much for coming and chatting with us about uh, ESO and New Braid and all the other great stuff that's going on. Um, Kenny, if we're looking for you, where can we find you? I am on Twitter and on Twitch at Dankinia, D-A-N-K-I-N-I-A. I know, very original. Um, <laughs> and on my Twitch stream, I do s- stream the mandatory fun nights for ESO and WoW new break content. So if you want to watch me floor tank or jump off clips in either of those games, <laughs> feel free to tune in. 
Absolutely. Awesome. That's All a good right. lurk. If you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at the Mew Cow. McCalla is at Cyberwave. And I am at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room, play along with us on our website, aie-guild.org, and our Discord server for chat is aie-guild.info slash Discord, all lowercase. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul, or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. I still want to say keyswithsoul.com. I'm just I know. I know. <laughs> Yes. And right about here is where we would put our segments. Uh, We haven't received any this week. We did get one last time, though. So we're definitely looking forward to more. If you have anything else for us, doesn't matter what the game is, send it our way and we'll include it. Yep. As Tet noted, next time we're going to be talking about Psy, about WoW, the pre-patch event and expansion. So until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Tet Semi. This is Mugal. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>